Welcome to Sheer Clarity, the show that will teach you about leadership by attraction, building self-awareness, and how to develop exceptional self-management abilities that will help you become more reflective, more open, more trusting, and more engaging with the people who matter to you most. In other words, make you a better leader. Head on over to SheerClarity.com where you can learn more, subscribe to the show for free, and connect on social media. And now, here's your host, Jay Kevin McHugh. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Sheer Clarity. I'm Jay Kevin McHugh, your host. And on the opposite end is my producer, Matthew Passy. And guess what time of year it is. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Matthew. Happy Thanksgiving, Kevin, <laughs> to you and the family and all the, all the kids and the grandkids and Mary and everyone else. I think we're on episode 25, right? Sounds about right. Well, I think that's like a quarter century mark. We ought to make a Thanksgiving podcast because in the end, if we just take the notion of a national time to celebrate and give thanks, and then we'll stay away from all the politics of it, okay, if you don't mind. Let's just talk about the concept in the heart. <laughs> Let's talk about it now because we'll probably both be too full tomorrow to record for a while after that. <laughs> yeah. Who's the chief cook in your deal, or do you guys go away? So we do a rotating Thanksgiving between my parents and my in-laws. And so when my parents, or in more recent years, we've been hosting when it's my parents' turn. If that's the case, it's usually my wife who's the chief like turkey maker, stuffing maker. I certainly help out in the kitchen, but it's usually my wife who takes over for us. My mom does a good Thanksgiving. Her parents do a good Thanksgiving. Nice. What about you? I think we told the audience a while ago, maybe. I don't know. I don't even remember. I'm in a blended family now, and I've been married to Mary for, gosh, 16 years. And she's got her three kids and my three kids. And when we started 15 years ago, we tried the Brady Brunch kind of approach, and it didn't exactly go as planned. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have made an adjustment. And so we decided we'll give that Thanksgiving Day holiday to her clan and we'll give the Christmas one to my clan. And it's all changed because everybody's got kids now and eventually, you know, everybody wants to do kind of their own Thanksgiving version. And we're probably going to be at a place where pretty soon we're going to go someplace else. But for now, we have my wife's clan and my three stepkids. They're more my kids than stepkids because that's how it's evolved. We're lucky. Even though the kids may not see eye to eye, I love her kids. She loves my kids and that love is reciprocal both ways. So it's pretty cool. That would be a great thing to be thankful for like right now because it took a while to get there. But it was a well, 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 well appreciated commitment to each other and to each other's kids. And it works. It really, really works. We have a similar sort of amalgamation of the families. We're rotating holidays between my family and my wife's family, and then my sister's family, you know, her in-laws on the other side. And we're into a pretty good rotation now, but I am thankful that whenever we get together, wherever we get together, whoever can and cannot make it, it's always pleasant. All the family gets along very well. Everybody has a great time. And it's nice to all be together for the holiday. This year might be a little bit different with my mother-in-law out of country for work, but we will still honor her spirits and commitment to family and thanks and have a great holiday together. That's great. I had to learn to do as part of being in this new world. One of my stepdaughters is a vegan. 
And unbeknownst to me, there is a thing called tofurkey. <laughs> the term sounds appropriate for the tasteless mass that it is. Tofurkey. They love it. <laughs> they think it's great. <laughs> but it took me a little acclimation and socialization to have my like 22-pound butterball sitting next to this tofurkey. <laughs> <laughs> We've had to make some adjustments to we have a few more vegetarians in the family than we did previously. And we don't do the fake turkey necessarily. I, most of the vegetarians don't miss it. And I'm not saying this to offend anyone. I'm not a fan of the fake meat thing. Like if you've given up eating turkey, then stop eating turkey. It doesn't have to be reshipped. But I will say that one benefit of the vegetarians is that some of the new sides that have come have been introduced to our Family meals are so, so good. And I'm pretty sure we probably would never have experienced them if we didn't have to make these adjustments. So bring on the delicious sides, vegetarians and vegans. I love them. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of something that's like I'm switching into a business content for a moment. But often when I am in conditions and clients where there's an acquisition Actually, the term merger gets used very, very loosely because there's no such thing. You know, actually see in big mergers, like the merger of equals, blah, blah, blah. No such thing. Somebody bought somebody. There's a winner, <laughs> right? But it's kind of like two cultures come together. And I often tell them, I said, so it's kind of like this, right? You've been working with a company. You've been there 10, 15 years. Families decided, yeah, we're cashing out. We're out of here, right? <laughs> we're selling... And it'd be like, you know, mom and dad come down to the table at breakfast one morning and say, hey, kids, we got some news. Oh, yeah, what's going on? Well, we're leaving. We're actually going to New Zealand for the rest of our lives. And we actually have a great uncle that is going to become your father. And a great aunt is going to be your new aunt. I know we haven't told you about them before. You didn't know they existed. But they'll be here tomorrow and we'll be gone. But they're really sweet. They're really nice. And you're going to love them, right? <laughs> so the kids go, oh, now what? And one of the great places where you see the classic cultures when two families come together and blend. Like, I can remember when we first blended, right? We had our version of what sweet potatoes are. And this is what sweet potatoes look like. They're done this way and this way with the butter and the this. And then my wife's family, they got sweet potatoes with marshmallows burnt on the top. Wait a minute. This is not going to work, right? <laughs> so we start the clash of cultures is over these various traditions that everybody and the two families got to get together and figure out how to merge and figure out how to accept and figure out how to try new stuff. But when it happens in a corporate setting, it's almost exactly the same reaction. Like, ew, I don't like this. Even on the little things like, oh, you know, we're switched to a different benefit system or, you know, you have to do payroll <laughs> a different way. And it's like, oh, I don't like it. Can we just no. go back to the old way? And, like, don't no. get me wrong. Change is hard. I mean, no, I'm not disparaging that notion, but it'll all work out. Who puts bacon in their stuffing? Well, we do. <laughs> that actually sounds really good. Oh, I make incredible stuffing. Mine has both bacon and sausage. It's killer. It's you deadly. know what? Let me see if I can get a flight out to you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, and by the way, there is a side dish with no bacon and no sausage for the people who are eating tofurkey. <laughs>
I think we've taken the meat out of our stuffing for that reason, but we have it during the Jewish holidays. It's the matzah ball soup. It's traditionally made in a chicken stock broth. And so it's not a huge deal, but my wife has had to adjust and, you know, gets a vegetable stock as well. And so there's an option for everybody to enjoy some good matzah ball soup. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I wanted to do in this episode is just be thankful and to talk a little bit to the audience. First of all, thank you, everyone who's listening, for signing on and going on this journey with us. It's been an amazing journey. It's been so much fun. We're just pouring out lots of stuff from time, and we've gotten amazing complimentary feedback, and it's been just something I'm grateful for. So I would like to say first and foremost, anybody who's listening, thank you so much. I value time in ways that are probably a function of age because I don't know how much is left, right? But in the end, I appreciate people are plugging in and spending 25 minutes of their lives with us. And to have the idea that there are people actually listening and caring about our content, caring about who you are, caring about who I am, and maybe taking away stuff that we share and using it to better their lives and hopefully to better the lives of the people they work with. That to me is a moment I just want to say thanks. I really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. The thankfulness that comes from the heart is so powerful. And I don't know if we're doing a good enough job in our workplace with gratitude in a constant spirit of gratitude because the ah my clients I don't know one of them that's not dealing with chaos in some way shape or form it seems like the norm now if you want to go to a tech company you'll have chaos cubed the speed of things moving the competitive forces the rate of change it becomes really challenging just stop and remember and give thanks and just to celebrate even a small win. You know, I'm curious if you go back to your own corporate experience, how that felt when you were in the professional world, if the pace was busy, and if you've noticed any changes yourself in the way the pace of things is going, especially with your clients. It's interesting you say that. I've spoken several times about my previous career, and, you know, I always had that one boss who she was always grateful, always complimentary. It was a very positive work environment. Until it didn't have to be, right? There were times that necessitated a stern fist and a let's get back on track, let's do things right. But you always felt appreciated. Now, if you go up the ladder a little bit, gratitude was slow, right? As slow as most bureaucracies tend to operate. And I feel working on my own, doing my own thing, that I have tried to accelerate the amount of gratitude that I give to the people that I work with and the people that I work for. And, you know, thinking back to an episode we did last month, or I think it's two months ago at this point now about positive feedback and really trying to provide it whenever I can, as opposed to just waiting for the annual review or waiting for the person on the other end to say, how are we doing? Right? Like just try and remind people that it is, a privilege that I get to work with and work for these folks and try to show them that I appreciate them. And I'm lucky that I would say most of the people that I work with and work for are the same way. Yeah, there's a few that probably need to be listening to this show more often, but we'll get there. 
You know, whenever you get into the corporate environment, everybody is working on something that requires assistance or handling by somebody else. There's always a process. There's another element of the workflow. I depend on so-and-so to get me such-and-such, and and I have to trust the quality of it. I might be operating on a deadline, and then I'm going to have to rely on somebody else to give me what I need so I can move my project forward, blah, 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 blah. I find that the pace and the intensity just sort of blocks out this kind of feeling that you need when you're in a state of gratitude. And I think we have to fight against the busyness and the intensity and force ourselves in some cases to routinely be thankful and grateful and overtly do it. Like literally just say thank you to everybody we are encountering in the day at work. Every moment. I don't know if I mentioned this. I think I did. It might have been the same podcast when we talked about positivity. I find myself now, because it's an ingrained habit, even if I'm working with an admin at the client, I'm totally in complete gratitude for the amount of work that somebody does because they're making my life easier. They're scheduling a bunch of phone calls. I got to get coaching calls done. I got to get some calendar coordinated. I mean, talk about herding cats, right? I should remind everyone, if you want to have fun, go to YouTube and put in the EF Hutton herding cats and take a look at that video. It's got to be 10 years or more ago, but I think it was a Super Bowl commercial. They do a whole riff on these cowboys on the open plains herding cats. It's hilarious, but admins are great cat herders getting everybody lined up. But I know how much work it is, and I am constantly in the habit of thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm hoping the listeners, like right now, since it is Thanksgiving and, you know, you kind of have that spirit around you, if you have forgotten or you are intense or you've got a crazy, 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 crazy business and it doesn't stop, maybe this is a great time just as you're listening to the podcast to sort of deeply embed and reflect, you got to be grateful. You got to be grateful. It can actually take a bad mood and make it better. Every once in a while, I'll have a client whose hair's on fire on the phone talking about this and talking about that. And I'm very angry and frustrated and there's resentments. And I say, okay, time out. Could we just take time out and give me five things that are so good for you and you're so grateful for? What are they? And invariably, they'll fuss about it and they'll go, oh, come on, let's deal with so-and-so because they really screwed me this time. <laughs> like, I know, I know, I know. But just for a second, give me your list. Okay. And you can actually hear it like, okay, fine. I'm happy. I'm happy for my wife. I'm thankful for my wife. Or I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my children. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you can hear them. They still have attitude in the middle of it. I'll eventually go, well, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> like, and you can almost feel the temperature coming down, right? And so it's a great technique for self-soothing when you are down and your life's not going well or you're in the outs with anybody. Don't be shy. Take out your phone, open up notes, and start typing a list of things you are so thankful for. And if you give yourself a couple of minutes of that, I'm telling you, it'll take the edge off. We talk about that in broadcasting and radio, too. I always tell clients, smile when you're recording. Most of my clients are doing just audio. They're not on camera. No one's seeing them. And it's like, why am I smiling? Because, one, the audience can hear you smile, 
right? If you don't want to be there, if you're not having fun doing this, I don't want to be there listening to this. But more importantly, like you said, that smile, it changes the delivery. It changes you. And so, yeah, being grateful, being thankful, taking a minute to identify that can literally turn that frown upside down <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and really help out your overall mood. I 100% agree with that. I'm going to be going into a session with a client after the holiday and we got issues on the team. You know, there's been a lot of change. CEO has been drawn away by some major projects for the corporate parent and it's sort of leaving a gap and the people who are left behind it, and he knows this is true. He's sort of left with a little vacuum behind. And he sort of just said, I, you guys got to handle it. You got to handle your stuff. Like, figure it out. That's one of my favorite all-purpose leadership techniques I'm not all that fond of. Yeah, we got an issue. Good. Figure it out. Goodbye. But what he's you know going to do is gather everybody together. And we're going to clear the pipes, right? And the first thing I do when we get into these, because everybody's coming with some kind of heartburn about something, right? We are going to start the session with, all right, let's talk about five things that are freaking awesome. We're going to celebrate no matter what, no matter how much tension we got in the room, there's got to be some things you're like really happy about. If you got to do some work to find them, I don't care. There's an old Ronald Reagan thing about, you know, goes into a room with a big pile of horse manure and He's just digging in the manure and, you know, going, what are you doing? He goes, well, there's a pony under here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really fond of just starting this out. And I know that's exactly what I'm going to do. And what's happened before, I've known this client for a couple of years, they actually know it's coming. And they actually start coming in the room knowing that McHugh's going to do this whole happiness thing. Like, what are we thankful for? But it does change the tone and the tenor immediately. Now, I don't know if we're going to sustain it because once we unpack the, the na-na that's going on, you know, it's, it could get heated. But, but by and large, you can't go wrong with doing this thank you stuff. You really can't. And so anybody who's listening, man, if you haven't done it, make your gratitude list before, you know, you get back engaged in work and then make a gratitude list about your team, make a gratitude list about the company, make a gratitude list about the clients and just pump your gratitude system up, man, and then go distribute it. Go distribute the gratitude because otherwise we're going to get keep sour. It's terrible problem. Let's talk about the application when you are resentful towards another person just for a minute, right? Because this is going to get into a topic. And actually, you know what I'd like to do now that I'm thinking, because I think we're probably already through 20 minutes of our podcast. So I'd like to leave it high and excited about gratitude, but I would like to throw a teaser out for the next episode because I've been wanting to do it for a while. And I think we ought to talk about forgiveness, I think we ought to talk about it as an attribute and a quality that a leader brings to his or her leadership game. Are they quick to forgive? And I think if we spend some time on it, we could really give the listeners some really interesting information because a lot of people misunderstand forgiveness. It doesn't mean you're excusing a bad behavior and it doesn't mean you're excusing the offense, right? Something was done that may be wrong and may be done against you. And it doesn't excuse it and it doesn't condone it, right? 
But the actual state is sort of getting rid of the resentment that you've been carrying towards another person with it. So I'm going to just kind of leave that little teaser out there. Let's just do this next episode on it because we all are guilty of a transgression now and again, and receiving forgiveness from someone is a beautiful act, and giving it to someone is a beautiful act, and sometimes hard to do, like really, really, really hard to do. So maybe we'll break it down, and it would be part of a cultural paradigm within an organization that we are quick to forgive. We can still fix what caused it. We can still deal with uh, there may be consequences, but the spirit of letting go of your anger is critical. And as this is dropping right now, the day before Thanksgiving, and while we're going to try and be grateful and happy with our family and our friends on this holiday, we also know that these family times can also lead to some quarrels, some arguments. So it'll probably be good to have that forgiveness episode next week so that after Thanksgiving, (laughs) after whatever problems may occur, hopefully they do not. But if they do, you'll have this on a way to get forgiveness just in time for the rest of the holidays this year. But with that being said, just to echo what Kevin said and to say it as genuinely as I can, I also want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Sheer Clarity. Thank everyone who has listened to all the episodes up until this point. Like I think we said we're up to 25. So there have been 24 episodes of the show with some really great, impactful content. And you have told us that you're appreciating it. And we're going to keep trying to deliver great content, great value, and give you the tools and the keys that you need to become a better leader, a more successful leader in all different parts of your life, not just at the office, but also at home. And so importantly, if you're catching this before the holiday, we want to wish you very genuinely a very happy Thanksgiving, safe travels this weekend. We know there's a lot of people hitting the road, hitting the skies, going all over the place. And so we hope you and your family are happy and healthy and are able to enjoy this time and be grateful for everything you had and try and hang on to that gratefulness as you uh, run out to the stores on Friday too. But in the meantime, thank you so much. Learn more, subscribe, check us out, contact us. Everything happens at SheerClarity.com. And let us know what you're grateful for. Shoot us a note, Kevin at SheerClarity.com. Or again, right there on the website is a form that you can fill out. We'd love to hear back from you. Again, from both Kevin and I to you and your family and to everybody out there, happy Thanksgiving. And thanks for listening to us here on Sheer Clarity. Mm-hmm.